Welcome to the Daily Tour Podcast for the 2010 Amgen Tour of California. The Daily Tour Podcast is powered by the Fredcast Cycling Podcast and Bicycle.net and hosted by me, David Bernstein from the Fredcast Cycling Podcast. I'll be your host for daily coverage of this year's race. Once again, we'll ride with the pros and bring you coverage of some of the best bicycle racing in the world as the Peloton makes its way from Nevada City in the north to Thousand Oaks in the south. Over eight stages, 800 miles, and tens of thousands of feet of climbing. The Daily Tour is brought to you by the Fredcast Cycling Podcast at www.thefredcast.com and powered by the resources of Bicycle.net. For your weekly audio dose of cycling news, culture, interviews, product reviews, and more, listen and subscribe to the Fredcast. And for more cycling news, product reviews, original cycling essays, go to Bicycle.net or subscribe to their RSS feeds. And now, here's today's episode of the Daily Tour Podcast. Welcome back to a special edition of the Daily Tour Podcast for Thursday, May 20th, 2010. Hey everybody, it's David from the Fredcast, and I know I said yesterday we were not going to have a podcast today. But there is breaking news in the world of professional cycling, and I thought I owed it to you to put this out as quickly as possible. As many of you may have heard, last night reports began to surface that Floyd Landis was circulating emails to a number of media outlets, not only admitting to his own doping while in professional cycling, but also implicating a number of current professional cyclists and people associated with with professional cycling in the world of doping. So Floyd Landis in these emails that were sent to a variety of people, including the UCI and media outlets from the Wall Street Journal to ESPN, and it seems everywhere in between, Floyd Landis admits to his own doping while in professional cycling, most assuming that that includes that Tour de France victory that was taken away from him after he tested positive for use of testosterone. He is also implicating some of the most famous names in professional cycling, including Lance Armstrong, Dave Zabriskie, Johan Bruniel, George Hincapi, and others as also being involved in doping in professional cycling on a systematic basis and in covering up of that doping. Now, when the story first broke, it was on cyclingnews.com. At least that was the first place that I saw it. And it looked like nothing more than rumor, Cycling News saying that they would have more information once they had a chance to check their facts. But then the Wall Street Journal released the information, ESPN released the information, and this morning, a reaction from the UCI, the governing body of professional cycling. This morning, the UCI issued the following press release. It says the International Cycling Union has learned of the declarations made by Mr. Floyd Landis and published in the Wall Street Journal. The UCI regrets that Mr. Landis has publicly accused individuals without allowing sufficient time for the relevant U.S. authorities to investigate. An impartial investigation is a fundamental right, as Mr. Landis will understand, having contested for two years, the evidence of his breach of the anti-doping rules in 2006. 
The UCI will leave it to the individuals accused by Mr. Landis to take the position they see fit with regards to this issue. Shortly after releasing that press release, the UCI issued a second press release in response to the allegations by Floyd Landis that the UCI had concealed a positive doping result by Lance Armstrong during the 2002 Tour of Switzerland. The UCI said that they categorically reject accusations made by Floyd Landis about that purported concealed test. According to the UCI, Floyd Landis is saying that they concealed the test after an agreement was reached between Floyd Landis, Johan Brunil, and the former UCI president, Hein Verbruggen. Continuing from the press release, quote, deeply shocked by the gravity of this statement, which considerably impinges on the honor of all persons who have dedicated themselves to the fight against doping. The UCI wishes to clearly state that it has never changed or concealed a positive test result. The accusation by Mr. Floyd Landis, guilty himself of a breach of the anti-doping rules in 2006, is thus completely unfounded, and the UCI can only express its outrage at this new attempt to harm the image of cycling. Our sport has long paid a heavy price for the fraudulent behavior of individuals such as Floyd Landis, and we cannot accept the principles governing our work being challenged in terms of their ethics and honesty by a person who has not hesitated to breach such principles. By way of information, the UCI would like to point out that Lance Armstrong did not participate in the 2002 Tour of Switzerland. Finally, the UCI wishes to make clear that it will undertake all necessary measures to defend its honor, as well as the honor of all its executives who have been unfairly accused by Mr. Floyd Landis. Well, in addition to making accusations against executives of the UCI, as I said earlier, one of the people who was implicated by Floyd Landis in these purported emails is perhaps the most famous professional cyclist of all time, Lance Armstrong. And as you well know, Lance is in California for the Amgen Tour of California this year. And before today's stage, he held a press conference. We were there with our microphones to record the press conference, and we're going to bring it to you here in its entirety. Stay tuned, though, after the press conference as we have more information about Lance Armstrong and his performance today in the stage of the Tour of California. So here's Lance Armstrong's press conference in its entirety. Yeah, so obviously um, everybody has questions about, about Floyd Landis and his allegations. Um, I would, I, would, uh, I would say that I'm, I'm a little surprised, but I'm not. Uh, in all honesty, this, is, uh, this has been going on for a long time. Um, the harassment and the threats from Floyd started really a couple years ago, and, and at that time we, we largely ignored him. Johan can speak more to what Floyd exactly wanted uh, from us or from the team, but finally a year or so ago I told him, I said, listen, uh, you do what you have to do. Uh, we're not going to, we have nothing to say, we have nothing to hide. They, uh, they started again uh, with some consistency and with some... Uh, with some energy about uh, a month ago before this race uh, when Floyd continued to, to email and text and call and harass other people, myself, Johan, uh, Dave Zabriskie, Levi, Andrew Messick, the CEO of Amgen, right around the time that they were trying to get in this race. 
uh, Floyd made pointed uh, threats to, to Messick and to, uh, to the leadership of Amgen that if he wasn't led in the race, he was going to say X, Y, and Z about their product. Um, but I think I, I would remind everybody that this is a man that, uh, first of all, it's, it's uh, from our perspective and from what's gone on at, at U.S. Postal and Discovery and, and, and all of those tours, we have nothing to hide. We have nothing to, to run from. If, uh, if anybody has any questions, we'd be more than happy to ask them. Um, but I'd remind everybody that this is a man that's been under oath several times and had a very different version. This is a man that, uh, that wrote a book for profit that had a completely different version. This is somebody that uh, that took, some would say, close to a million dollars from innocent people for his defense uh, under a different premise. And now when it's all run out, the story changes. So we're just as, uh, I, sh I should say, we're a little uh, confused, maybe just as confused as you guys, but, uh, you know, with regards to the specific uh, allegations, the specific claims, they're not even worth getting into. I'm not going to waste your time or my time. Um, I think history speaks for itself here. We've all followed this case for the last four years. We followed Floyd winning the tour. We don't know what he did or didn't do when he was on that team. We can only speak about what he did when he was on our team. We followed the case. We followed all the drama with regards to the case. And, um, and now we see something different. So uh, um, uh, that's about it. So Lance, you never paid the UCI any money? <laughs> Absolutely not. No. And, and that's the other thing. I think if you get into the, you know, because obviously we've seen the, the, the email, um, that's not correct. But a lot of other things in the email, uh, the timeline is off if you, if you go year by year. Um, ultimately, all of the other emails that have been sent around will come out. All of the emails to myself will come out. All of the emails to Andrew Messick. All of the emails to John Burke from Trek. You know, for somebody that says, I'm here to clear my conscience, why are you sending emails to other people's sponsors? other people's partners, to the organizer of a race, to the sponsor of a race, that has nothing to do with your conscience. So um, eventually that will all come out, but um, no, absolutely not. Why did you pinpoint you and Johannes? Juliet, he didn't. I mean, he pinpointed a lot of people. I mean, you can, let's, let's be honest here. I mean, I mean obviously, uh, my name will be at the top of the story. It might, my name will be in the headline. But it goes from myself to Johan to Levi to Zabriskie to Andy Reese to Jim Okowitz to Michael Berry to Matthew White to, uh, to Steve Johnson to Pat McQuaid. At the end of the day, he pointed uh, the finger at everybody still involved in cycling, everybody that's still enjoying this sport, everybody that still believes in this sport, everybody that's still working in this sport uh, was in the crosshairs. So it's... Yes, my name is, I mean, I'm standing here with all of you guys because I won the Tour de France seven times. But you got to keep in mind, the guy in the, in the yellow jersey of this race is also in the crosshairs, and that's, that's not by accident. And so it's, it's uh, uh, I mean, maybe that's a, a good strategy to get as much attention as possible. But, I mean, if I, if I look at, I mean, I can use Alan Lim as an example, somebody that, that I view as, uh, has the highest standards and the highest ethics of anybody in this sport. The fact that he's thrown in there uh, speaks volumes to the credibility of this. And I think that's, if, you, if, if, if I walk away with, if you said, give me one word to sum this all up, credibility. And there's, there's uh, Floyd lost his credibility a long time ago. What do you think about all the details? Because you don't get quite detailed. Yeah, no.
You know, I, I think that I think if anybody peruses the internet or the news groups or anybody's Wikipedia page, that 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 timeline's easy to put together. I could have made it even juicier. Um, but uh, you know, some of it's off. Obviously, the timing, the dates, the people are are, are off. Um, again, Julie, I mean, if you saw the rest of the emails that we have, you know. The, it speaks volumes to his mental state and, and the time of the day they were sent. I don't need to fill you guys in on, on other people's habits and lifestyles. No. Did you see him at the tour of Aquila? Saw him every day at the tour of Aquila. Not one word was said. And a lot of these emails came. You know, it was ironic because we would race during the day. Nothing would be said, nothing to any of us. We heard, we heard stories about him talking to himself. But nothing would be said. And then all of a sudden, uh, we'd get home and, have, and I'd have these emails those nights. It's strange. Why, why do you think now? Why do you think he's doing this now? Oh, you know, I, I mean, I think that the, the timing with the race is, is obvious. The timing, the, the fact that, that uh, as I mentioned a second ago, didn't get in the race. To be honest, I was surprised it didn't come up in Sacramento. We were all expecting. I mean, these emails have been out there for, for quite some time. And uh, we were fully expecting it to come out then. And, uh, no, in my days of, of legal, you know, legal action takes time, takes energy, takes a lot of money. I've, I have sued a few people in my day and, uh, you know, been successful there and proved my innocence through that. I don't need to do that anymore. I got, my energy needs to be devoted to the team. To live strong to my kids, I'm not going to waste my time on that. Are you going to tell the truth that the federal prosecutor is investigating this? Absolutely. <laughs> how, how do you think it might impact the, the rest of the season, the Tour of California and Tour de France? Have you thought about that yet? It's, it's, uh, it's definitely news. It's definitely juicy and salacious, but uh, I think at the end of the day, bike fans, I mean, they're going to see the people talked about here myself, Levi, Zabriskie, George. Johan, they know the truth. Uh, be all right. How do you feel to be here in Central California? I'm glad to be here. The sun is out, finally. <laughs> Lance, would this do anything to change your plans for the Tour de France? Any way to no, you? absolutely not. We all know that Floyd won't be in France telling this story. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any concern that ASO would not let the team into the Tour because of this? Ben, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, why would they do that? You have a person. I'm going to I'm going to restate what I just said. You have somebody that's been under oath several times with a completely different version. You have somebody that's written a book with a completely different version. You have somebody that took people's money for their defense. Some would say a million dollars with a completely different version. He said he has nothing. He's got no proof. It's it's his word versus ours. We like our word. We like where we stand. We like our credibility. I would. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think there's a lot of credibility on the other side. Why would ASO uh, think any differently? Um, keep in mind, and, and you know, you know about cycling buzz. I mean, there's back in the day there was all this talk. Oh, Floyd has pictures of a refrigerated motorcycle. Where's that? Where's that? It's all a bunch of bullshit. It never existed. So no. He is cooperating with federal authorities and the guy who had the Falco investigation. You took that quote from the Daily News. That's that's not. Why, why would why would Jeff Nowitzki have anything to do with? Which is fine if that's the case. We'll be more than happy to participate as well. But how would why would Nowitzki have anything to do with with what a, what, a, what an athlete does in Europe? 
has dedicated his life to basically taking down Africa. Right. From, from, you know. Okay. Well, that's... He works for an American an American agency. There's, listen, Juliette, I mean, we'll speak to anybody, whether it be UADA, USADA, the uh, UCI, USA Cycling. What about the French prosecutors who have the, uh, the medical waste from last year? That's, I have no idea what's, what, what the story is there. I've not been asked about that. I've not been informed about that. Other people are aware of that. But. That it? This is the last time we're talking about it, so if you got questions. Lance, can we have a picture over here? <laughs> in a minute. Are you going to win today's stage? No. Is it sad? Hey, Lance. Great question. It's very sad. It's very sad. I, mean, I think at, at one point or another, all of us implicated have cared about Floyd. I mean, that's one thing we all share in common. We might be on different teams, come from different backgrounds, be in different places in our lives, but at some point or another, we share this bond that we all gave ladder to Floyd at some point in his life when he dug himself a hole. We, we gave him the ladder to dig out of the Mercury situation. Andy Reese came along and gave him a ladder to, 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 to dig, dig out of that hole. All the other friends have come. People aren't throwing him ladders anymore. And so it's, uh, but I don't, I, don't, I don't want to make a personal attack on Floyd Landis. I don't think he's a good guy or a bad guy. I think he certainly has some issues. Listen, you know that as well as I do. I don't, I don't need to share, I'm not, I'm not breaking any news here with you guys. And, uh, Do you remember any good times with him? I mean, can you describe some of those? Floyd's <laughs> oh, he's, he's, an interesting character. I mean, he's, he's, he's funny, he's, he's, uh, he's volatile, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I know. Are, are you prepared to say you're against performance drugs? <laughs> of course we're prepared to say that. And we've backed it up. I've been here for 20 years saying the same thing. The fact that I'm I'm almost 39 years old out here, still at the front of the group, I think says it all. I don't need to I don't need to beat that dead horse. Did you ever respond specifically to Floyd's claim that you and Johan taught him how to dope? Other than saying it's not true. I don't know what your response is. That's As I said, I mean, I, we can only speak about what happened on our team. I can't tell you what happened at Phonak. I can't tell you how he won the the 2006 Tour de France. It's it's, it's compelling that in all of this, the one thing that brought this about. Was the was the you know, testing positive for synthetic testosterone, and that's not uh, he denies that still, which is slightly odd. But uh, we categorically deny that, that we were at all in any way involved in teaching anybody. Forget about Floyd, teaching anybody how to do that. Lance, it's hard to hear you. What about the, the impact on U.S. cycling and cycling as a sport? No doubt, it's not a good. It's not a good story. I mean, this is this is a distraction. Um, but I mean, if you look at this race and you look at the turnout, I'd say things are strong. I mean, the the, 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 the sponsorship has been strong. We have four American teams in the tour this summer. We've got great turnout with spectators here. Good media coverage. I'm optimistic. I mean, this is uh, this is something we have to deal with. But like I said in the very very beginning, I would tell you I'm surprised, but I'm not. Did you ever contact him after he said no, they started a couple years ago, and I wrote it. That was a text, and originally they started as text messages, and I wrote him back after a while. And again, Johan can speak more to what he wanted from us and from the team. But I, I, after a few of them, they got to be so annoying. I wrote him back and said, Floyd, leave me alone. You do do what you have to do. I, I'm going to be fine. Don't worry about me. 
But uh, but you got to stop texting me, and you got to stop annoying me. I mean, you got to stop harassing me. You say they're gonna, you're going to make these emails public? No, I'm saying I think that will eventually they'll all be public. I mean, right now there's one of them, um, but there's there's plenty of others. Thanks, Lance. Thank you, Lance. Yep. Thank you. I'll see you. Yeah, we can go. And that concluded Lance Armstrong's press conference for today, and he went off to get ready for today's stage from Visalia to Bakersfield. And a little bit more breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. That is that Lance Armstrong crashed during today's stage of the Amgen Tour of California, and that crash caused him to abandon the tour of California, and sent him to the hospital for stitches on his elbow and cheek. According to team spokesman Philippe Martins, Lance got stitches to his left elbow and under his left eye. According to the Associated Press, the cyclists were on a two-lane road outside Visalia a few miles into the race when a rider in the main group skidded on some gravel and fell, causing others, including Lance, to crash. His left cheek was bloodied in the wreck, and his left eye appeared swollen. Just after the crash, Johan Brunil twittered, quote, Sorry to report there was a huge crash with Chechu and Lance involved. Lance had to abandon and is going to the hospital for x-rays. This has been quite a day in the world of professional cycling, quite a day in Lance Armstrong's life. We do wish Lance well and a speedy recovery. And I am sure that there will be more on the Floyd Landis story in the days and weeks to come. But for now, this has been a special edition of the Daily Tour podcast for the Fredcast Cycling Podcast and our partners at Bicycle.net. This is David Bernstein. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of the Daily Tour podcast. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Daily Tour podcast brought to you by the Fredcast Cycling Podcast at www.thefredcast.com and powered by the resources of Bicycle.net. If you'd like to comment on today's show, please send an email to thefredcast at gmail.com or to jt at bicycle.net. This is your host, David Bernstein, from the Fredcast Cycling Podcast. So long from the 2010 Amgen Tour of California, and thanks for listening.